0: Well, hey friend, how are you? I hope you are having a wonderful day. Today is like a snow ice day here in North Texas. There's just a blanket of ice on everything. So basically everything is just shut down um, because that's what we do whenever we have snow and ice and that kind of thing in North Texas. My business bestie is up in Canada and I have mastermind friends that live up in Utah and places where they frequently get lots of, you know, winter weather and snow and ice and that kind of thing. And I'm sure that they would just laugh and think it's hilarious that, um, that we just like shut everything down basically for these types of conditions. Okay. So today we're going to talk about something that is very near and dear to my heart because it's something that I have struggled with and really had to work through. You know, we all want to do a good job. For many of us, the words from Matthew 25, 23 are a driving force. We want to hear those words, well done, good and faithful servant. And we want to show up well for those that you know we love and those that we serve in our businesses. But sometimes what we think is a spirit of excellence or professionalism is really just perfectionism in disguise. So on this episode, we are talking about three tips to know when good enough is really good enough. Let's do it. Welcome to Fruition Mindset, where it's all about mindset coaching for Christian entrepreneurs. Ever feel like life is passing you by? Do you want to have a purposeful business that lights you up? Do you keep procrastinating and putting your dreams on the back burner? When I wanted to start my first business over 10 years ago, I was the same way. It didn't matter how many letters I had behind my name or what my credentials were, I never felt ready or qualified. After I had a session with a coach that totally shifted my perspective, everything changed for me. Hi, I'm Kayla Eggenberger, wife, mama, mindset coach, and daughter of the king. And I'm here to tell you that your breakthrough is on the other side of letting go of fear and perfectionism and stepping into who God has created you to be and where he's calling you to go. On this podcast, you'll learn how to renew your mind, get clarity on your purpose, and make confident decisions so you can walk out your faith with focus and consistency to finally create the freedom you want in your life and business. If you're ready to develop the mindset you need to take the dreams God has laid on your heart and bring them into fruition, you are in the right place. So fill up your favorite mug, grab your journal, and get ready to take some thoughts captive. So last episode, I talked about what my quiet time is looking like in this season of life. And I've added something kind of fun just since that episode. I started at the the end of last year doing this thing where I listen first, and then I actually read the passage, and then I listen to the Bible recap from Tara Lee Cobble. So obviously there's some time there, but I'm just kind of listening. And whenever I'm listening to the passage, as I shared in the past episode, I'm kind of up doing my morning things, getting my coffee, you know, that kind of stuff. But then there's still some kind of like leftover time where I'm just listening. And I got my daughters, one of the inspire color, like journal journaling and coloring Bibles and my younger daughter wanted one for christmas so i got her one so they both had one and they were enjoying them so much that i was like you know what i think i would enjoy that as well so i recently bought myself one and i don't know about you guys but i have a lot of different bibles and i love them all and i i use them at different times for different things but one thing that i'm really enjoying is that whenever i'm listening to the passage or listening to the bible recap i can kind of like keep my hands busy and keep myself engaged with something actually in my Bible by coloring and journaling while I'm listening. It's just kind of added this fun kinesthetic element to it. So anyway, I wanted to share that because I've really been enjoying it and it's been a lot of fun and it's also been a fun thing to do with my kids. Okay. So let's get back to today's topic, which is, are you a professional or are you a perfectionist? And I think we sometimes struggle. And when I say we, I'm definitely talking about me (laughs) in this situation. I think sometimes we struggle to really know if we are being, wanting to be a professional, wanting to show up well, wanting to do a good job, or if we are crossing over into that area of perfectionism. So I will tell you, back whenever I first started coaching years ago, this was before COVID. This was before 2020 when everybody knew what Zoom was and everybody was, you know, working from home and that was kind of a normal thing. It was something that, it wasn't normal. And I remember whenever I was first starting coaching, I had a lot of thoughts, a lot of not helpful thoughts about the fact that I was doing it from home. Previous to that, you know, I had worked with clients one-on-one on location. And so this idea that I was working from home for some reason in my mind, even though it was super convenient for my clients to be able to, you know, to be able to have our sessions remotely, I had all these thoughts about it that it was somehow not as professional, that I should have an actual physical office, which... Once again, that's just a thought that I had, but I wanted to share that with you because it's interesting how things have changed in the world so much. Now it's very commonplace, very normal for people to work from home and to do things remotely, and and you know I don't have to explain to somebody what Zoom is anymore or anything like that to have a conversation with them. It's all very commonplace. But at the time it wasn't. And I remember thinking that I needed to make it like more professional. So I moved into a space in our house, like created a dedicated office, right? with like a pretty background. Like I thought that I needed all of the stuff. I needed everything to look in a certain way, or I needed to show up in a certain way to be like legit or be taken seriously. Not only that, because this was pre, you know, 2020 times and Things have changed so much, but back then I would have been mortified if my children like had interrupted a session or, or even gave a hint that they were home, right? It was like, I felt this pressure to create like this very professional environment. Things needed to be just so and perfect. And then I remember hearing about this woman who is a very, very successful coach And back then, you know, she was, I was watching her coach somebody else. And I heard her say that whenever she started, like she has four kids and she works from home and she coaches from home. And when she first started out, like she really, like in order to have that time, you know, to, to coach clients, like she would go out to her car (laughs) and coach them from her car. Of course there was somebody with her kids and everything like that, but I just remember thinking and, you know, she was talking about how things don't have to be perfect, like you get scrappy, you just you do what you can to help people, you know, and she brought up the fact that like, does the person really care on the other end of the phone, my client or who I'm serving, do they really care about, you know, the aesthetics behind me, or that everything is like completely perfect? Or do they care about the fact that I'm able to help them? And That really stuck with me and it it made me realize how much I was holding on to this perfectionism around like the space that I was in whenever I was working with my clients. And I think we do this in a lot of different ways. We do this with our websites, right? It has to be a certain way or, or a certain level of perfection before we will actually put it out there. We may go ahead and put it out on the web, but before we tell anybody about it, it needs to be at a certain level, if you know what I mean. And we do this with all kinds of things. I mean, all kinds of things. We can have information that can really, really help someone. We can have the, the solution to someone's problem. I'm thinking of a client I specifically worked with before that really, I mean, she had, she had incredibly valuable information that could transform her client's health, but she was hesitant to put it out because she was concerned about making it look pretty. And I've totally been there. I've totally done the same thing. I think that it's a common thing where we have something that can really help someone and yet we don't put it out because it's not an A or an A plus yet. And that is my first tip. We all want an A. My guess is, you know you probably did pretty well in school. We all want an A or an A plus, but most of the time, a B minus will do. <laughs> a B minus will do. And I also learned this lesson whenever it came to housework. I like another thing that goes along with perfectionism is all or nothing thinking. and I've talked to you guys about this before, but it's something I've really struggled with and Whenever it comes to housework, it was definitely that I had that mentality where it's like if I didn't have enough time to do it, quote unquote right, then I wouldn't do it at all. And so my house would either be like super clean or a disaster. Okay, that may be a little bit of an exaggeration, but that's how it felt to me. If I didn't have time to, you know, clean the whole thing and really do it well, well, then I just would put it off and wouldn't do it at all. And whenever I found the fly lady, if you're familiar with the fly lady, she's, you know, the, the homekeeping, housekeeping, decluttering lady. But One thing that she said on one of her podcasts was that housework done imperfectly still blesses your family. And I was like, oh, okay, yeah, that makes sense. It's like I just needed somebody to say it. And, And honestly, I still have times where I find myself slipping back into that mentality and I have to tell myself housework done imperfectly still blesses your family. It's okay if you only have five minutes or if you only have 10 minutes or 15 minutes to work on this, like it's better than it was or than it would be. Right. It's the whole progress over perfection thing. We've heard it over and over and over again but you know, we still need to hear it (laughs) sometimes over and over and over again. So kind of borrowing from the fly lady, I've also started saying, look, we all want an A, but B minus work still blesses your clients. In so many situations, The B-minus level work is what will get your clients results. It is what will really move the needle forward in your business. But we spend so much time trying to perfect that last 10%, 5%, 2%, whatever it is, like that small little bit to get it to this like next level. And really the benefit that is in that last little bit of, you know, perfecting that we do is really not that great. What it does is it keeps us from actually putting out the work and putting out the meat of it, the, the juicy part of it, the bulk of it that actually would help someone. So that's my first tip is to embrace B minus work. You know, like, would it be great if this thing were pretty or more aesthetically pleasing or better laid out or had fancier fonts or whatever, whatever the case may be? Yeah, that would be great. But the question is, is it to a level that could really help or serve people? And that is my second tip. So the first one is to embrace B minus work. And the second one is to ask yourself, like if, if somebody is struggling with a problem that this is going to help them solve, are they going to care about that last little bit? Or are they gonna want what you have right now? Sometimes what we think is fancier and better and prettier isn't even better. It's really interesting. I'm thinking specifically of a, a resource that I use that I pay for that initially started out as, it's a membership and it started out being done in Google Sheets and through Google Docs. And I loved it and it worked really, really well for me. And as it grew, she ended up moving it to, to a a platform that was, you know, more robust and all branded and pretty and looked, you know, looked really great. But what's so funny is for me, the functionality went down and I actually didn't use it as much or find it as user-friendly as I did when it was in its simpler version. So while we want to look professional and we want to put out this thing that looks really great and see, seems really awesome. At the same time, I think it can be really beneficial to take a step back and think about the person that we are serving and the problem that they are facing. And, you know, ask ourselves, are they going to really care about this last little bit of perfecting that I feel like I need to do on this or would they rather just have their hands on it right now? I think a lot of times when we put ourselves in our client's shoes and we think about what they would really want and what's really important to them, we recognize that, you know, that last little bit of perfecting or, you know, taking it from a B minus to an A or an A plus is really about how we are thinking about ourselves and us being concerned about how we look to other people. Another way that we do this its kind of a spin or, you know, a different version of this is when we don't want to start small. In our minds, we it, something gets bigger and bigger and bigger of this idea that we have. Maybe it's, you know, for a membership or for a course or, you know, for a new offer. And we, we, instead of starting small, kind of where we're at and building it out, instead, we think it has to be this huge thing with all these different layers and all these different parts. And then what happens is we get so overwhelmed by this huge thing that we you know, think we need to create in our minds that we do nothing. And it's back to the all or nothing thinking, right? Where instead of taking, you know, five minutes to clean off the kitchen island or, you know, five minutes to quickly sweep the floor, we think we have to clean the whole kitchen from top to bottom and we don't have time for that right now. And so we do that in our businesses too. Sometimes when we have these ideas, we blow them up because we think that it has to be this, you know, certain high level thing and we blow it up so big that we don't even do it at all when we could have just started smaller and been working on it this whole time growing it this whole time and actually making progress okay so my third tip is that you have to get really honest with yourself If whatever you need to put out into the world, whatever service or product or offer or website or whatever it is, whatever you need to put out into the world, if it's at least at a B minus level, when you put yourself into the shoes of your clients and the people that are struggling with the problem that you solve, and really at the level that you have it at right now, they could be helped, right? Then you have to get really honest with yourself and say, okay, what is really keeping me from putting this out, right? What's keeping me from hitting publish? What's keeping me from making the offer? What's keeping me from doing the workshop? A lot of times it's the thought that people are going to judge me. We keep perfecting and we keep perfecting and we keep you know, feeling like we need to have things a certain way because we don't wanna be judged. We don't wanna be embarrassed and we want to look legit, right? We want to look professional. We don't want people to look at whatever it is that we are putting out there and thinking, is this the best they can do? Right? Because we know it's not the best we can do. It's a B minus. It's not an A plus. But if we constantly spend our time and effort perfecting to an A plus, when a B minus will do, we are not making the best use of our time or energy. And oftentimes it leads to hiding because we're not putting anything out at all. And it really reminds me of the parable in Matthew 25. In verse 18, it says, The servant who received the five bags of silver silver, began to invest the money and earned five more. The servant with two bags of silver also went to work and earned two more. But the servant who received the one bag of silver dug a hole in the ground and hid the master's money. And when I hear that, I think about how when we get stuck in this perfectionism, we end up hiding that thing that we are uniquely created to do. We don't put it out into the world. In this parable, the master has given money, different amounts of money to three different servants. And I think about the middle servant, right? The one that received the two bags of silver and went to work and earned two more. I mentioned that one because I feel like it would be really easy to be like, oh, like, yeah, I have these two bags of silver that I could invest, but there's already somebody with five bags of silver that's doing it better. Right. And I think we fall into that comparison sometimes whenever it comes to what we are uniquely created to do and what we are supposed to be investing our time, talent and treasure in. We see other people that are doing something similar and doing it better. And we think, why should I do it? But in this parable, both the servant that invested the five bags of silver and the servant that invested the two bags of silver got the same response, right? They both got the response, which was, Well done, my good and faithful servant. You have been faithful in handling this small amount, and now I will give you many more responsibilities. It's only the servant that hid the money they had to invest because they were afraid that received a harsh response. So I think that it's really important to keep in mind verse 29, which is to those who use well what they are given, even more will be given and they will have an abundance. But from those who do nothing, even what little they have will be taken away. I don't know about you guys, but I feel like this passage is so relatable. There have definitely been times that because I was afraid, that I wasn't going to do it right, or I wasn't going to do it, you know, well enough that I haven't done anything at all. I think this keeps a lot of us from hiding what we have to offer the world. And so I want to encourage you today, if you have been stuck in perfectionism, even if you have been calling it, you know, being professional or striving for excellence, if you have been stuck and not putting out and not doing the things that you were uniquely created to do, I want to encourage you to get really honest with yourself. What's really keeping you from putting yourself out there? And I say putting yourself out there because it's probably work, but it feels like you, right? It feels like you're putting yourself out there for judgment. So get really honest with yourself. And then embrace B-minus work. Think about the person that you're serving and think about how what you have to offer could impact them. And lastly, just because somebody else is already doing it and doing it better, I'm doing air quotes. (laughs) You can't see it, but I'm doing air quotes. Somebody's already doing it and doing it quote better. It does not mean that you should hide what you have to offer. It's okay to be the servant with two bags of silver that gets two more bags of silver instead of five. The response from the master was the same. I know that sometimes when you feel stuck in perfectionism and stuck in fear, even once you recognize that that's what's happening, it can be difficult to move forward. Sometimes you just need another set of eyes on something, or maybe you're struggling to get started. Whatever is keeping you stuck or keeping you just barely making progress, I want you to know I'm here to help you get that roadblock out of your way. Just grab an unstuck session with me at fruitionmindset.com forward slash unstuck. So you can start taking confident, consistent action on the things that matter most. I hope you have a wonderful rest of your day and we'll talk soon. Hey, thank you so much for listening and for hanging out with me today. If this podcast has blessed you in some way, I would love for you to share it with a friend and leave a review on iTunes. When you leave a review, it helps the podcast grow and reach more people. Thanks again, and we'll talk soon.